Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome to the 239 Uncensored Podcast. And guess what? We have hit 25 episodes. Wow. This episode is going to give you a quick rundown of some of the highlights of the first 25. Although not inclusive, these little teasers are enticing you to go and download the full episode. Now, if you've heard them before, that'll give you another little incentive to go back and maybe re-listen. Time to reminisce. Well, nothing gives me greater joy, Tim, than yelling and screaming at a bunch of eight-year-old kids. But if that makes me legendary, I'll take it, pal. Yeah, that's you, Rich. That's you. Yeah, I I really, you know, the one thing I like is when you're driving down the road and and somebody, you know, it used to be like, I think back in your day, you used to put dice on the rearview mirror. And now the new (laughs) thing is to have like the, a badass, you know, face mask on your, on your rearview mirror. And you know what's kind of cool? It's like you look at somebody and you're like, hey, that that girl probably pretty good looking. I wonder what the rest of the face looks like, you know? And it's kind of like, it's kind of like intriguing. Lobstering with you the couple times I've been down there, but unfortunately, God damn, I think those things cost me like $1,000 a piece. It's ridiculous. I can go right down here to Red Lobster and get the same thing for a fraction of the cost. Yeah, I think each lobster tail when we went with Mark cost us about $450 by the time it was said and done. It was well, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it also cost you your dive card, I think. Didn't we revoke your dive card one time because you got mass squeezed, black both your eyes? Yeah, yeah. I will say that I went down and I really wanted to see those Goliath grouper at the bottom. And I went down just a little bit too far and a little bit too fast. And I popped up and my whole face was squished like a bug. I had a little anxiety attack. I'm getting old. You know, the old lung capacity in that 16 foot of water was going to whip me. But I, I got in there. And let me tell you, I can still hold my own. I can still get lobster with the best of them. All right, so so let me tell you something, okay? So I'm listening to one of your podcasts, getting familiar with these podcast things, and your guest on this thing is Mark Baker giving a lobster report. Now, I was down there in the Keys, too, all right, during the same time. I was on a different key, and lot, and Mark's on down farther south than me, and he's talking about how, yeah, we went out, and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm not like I used to be, but I can still hang with the youngins. And I, we were diving in 15 feet of water, and I wrangled an octopus. I stabbed a stingray. I punched a bull shark in the face, and I got my limit. And I brought it back. I'm thinking, what the hell is this crap? You know? And let, let me tell you the reality of what really happened, okay? You ain't buying never it, left You're it. not buying it. Rich was out in uh, I-Town, out in Mockley, and... One time he's looking at me like, hey, I think that guy over there has got a warrant. And uh, I go, I don't know, Rich. And then he started, like, hiking up his pants just a little bit. And then <laughs> Rich goes, I'm going to go catch him. And it was funny, man. That guy was going so fast. I see Hampton running down the road. I see bullets flying. His, his uh, you know, not, not, not real bullets. They weren't flying from the gun. They were flying from his gun belt that fell off almost in the middle of the road. Rich, one thing uh-huh. I think, one thing I, one thing I think, Rich, you'll agree is that uh, Anthony DeSaro does nothing half-assed. You know, no, he, no. Well, I've known him. I've known him. He's in his forties. Yeah, he's, he's an old. He's an old son of a gun. Yeah. 
So I've known uh, Anthony. I've known Anthony since high school. Believe it or not, that shows you how my how old I am, right? So Anthony DeSaro plays guitar to the fullest potential. He does CrossFit. He doesn't just go and you know try out and go or you know, go to the gym and try. He actually goes to the gym and then he buys the gym and becomes the CrossFit super guru. He is. You don't want the bad guys to find out where you're at. I know that. Right. No, you don't want them. They'll triangulate you on your cell phone, so you always got to be moving. You know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, though, is it the bad guys or are you trying to reduce the triangulation with uh, with your wife, with Summer? Hey, that's, <laughs> that's, a borderline, that's a borderline man card violation. Oh, damn, that's a bad one. He first saw, am I right, Jack, that he first saw his first skunk ape when he was like 10 years old. And um, yeah. I was wondering, have have you ever encountered it? I know I've spoken to your dad about it, but what, what's been your experience? My experience, I've, I've never seen a skunk ape or, you know, one of the, the, the local translation, the ancient ones that people talk about. Oh, we're seeing some alligators, even though it's summertime, so... You know, with that being said, if anybody needs a one-way ticket for their husband or wife, if quarantine's not going, <laughs> you want to bring it somewhere. Oh, that's great. We're out to make a buck. Come on down. I need to know if you have had a Jim Cantori spotting. Yeah, yeah. Last night when I was going home, um, my I got I get the my spot is right down the street, probably about three blocks from here. But last night, Telemundo and a bunch of three or four other, you know, um, they were all out there with their rain jackets. I think they had fans set up and a guy behind the fan with a water hose. So it was before things really got bad, but they were trying to make it look bad. And they were blowing the fans at the reporters in the water and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, but today, now, as a credit to the Weather Channel, what's the guy's name? He's all jacked up there. Cantori. Jim. He's out there. And as a matter of fact, I just got done speaking to him not too long ago, Jim Cantori. Uh, I brought him down something to eat because he'd been doing um, doing live right from over here. He's, he's, I mean, he's within here. Jim! Hey, Jim! <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing live right now. I don't want to bother <laughs> you know, he, you know he's right looking, now. yeah. Yeah, he just, Yelp. okay. He, One he, more he time. On, it's radio, so I can't... Uh, you can't see him, but he just gave me a, one of them nods, up, heads up type thing, and did the give me just one second. So I'm gonna go check on him in a minute. You know, I know what an overhand cast is, an underhand cast, under the mangrove cast. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> I know you. I know you're in the retired realm now. I'm jealous. Uh, hopefully, be with you uh, in another year. So sit around and just hang out and do do absolutely nothing. It's kind of cool. Uh, it's, it's pretty <laughs> okay, 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 buddy. Pump the brakes now. Stop. Listen to me. You have not met my current HR department, okay? Whip your ass on the golf course, thanks to Mark <laughs> Kennedy you know, down there at Laley. It's not hard to whip my ass on the golf course. Dude, if there's a lake, my ball's going to end up in it. That's just where it is. Yeah. All the young people that came out were running boats and were involved in them, flying the flags and, you know, expressing their, uh, you know, uh, their love for country and, and love for its future. And, and I was so proud of that. I was so proud that we had such a wide range, uh, a different demographic than, than you would ever imagine. It wasn't just the old folks of Naples. It was the young folks involved with them. And everybody was just happy. And we had not one incident. All those people, there's nobody in this world more persistent 
than our brothers and sisters in blue. We will fight and we will defend even those ones that hate us. We will defend them. Absolutely. And, uh, I got full confidence in that. So yeah. the, the point being is if you're driving a truck with no trailer and you park in the truck trailer parking lot, you need to be driving a Prius. Has anybody ever been to the, like the racetrack gas station at about 7 a.m. in the morning anywhere in, in Fort Myers, Naples? Is, 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 what, when you go there, what do you see? Oh, it's seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's, it's a racetrack. People are driving around on lawnmowers everywhere. Definitely a scary thing when you see the guy on the mower. It's literally like a, a bomb ready to go off. He's on the mower with his cigarette and he's smoking. And he's like <laughs> with the nozzle and he's waiting for his buddy to come over. And what they do is they move one out of the way. And then they roll another one right in. Well, it's too dangerous to gas them in the trailer. So I have a Honda Odyssey minivan. And if you guys laugh at me from my grandma van. Oh, we are. Oh, we are. Yeah. I'm going to come find you. Yeah, they said that that boat went 54 miles an hour with 22 people on it. Can you can you imagine? Yeah. And and the great thing about that boat was it had a full bar, like really, literally, where the, I think the martini glasses would hang off the top part of it. And you actually had the bar with, like, LED lights all over it, 54 miles an hour with 22 people on it. Amazon Anonymous is a problem where every day you have to go on Amazon and you have to buy shit. And for some reason, I think there's a little problem going on up in the McGrail household uh, with this Amazon stuff. What's, what's going on with that? Because I'm frugal. And Amazon's the same way. I'm going to be frugal. But I should not be on Amazon buying, like, you know, a five. I only went on Amazon to get a $5 charger. You know, it's bad when you get a call from Bezos himself and he's like, look, UPS refuses to deliver anymore, so now we have to have our own Amazon truck. Hey, if God loves me, everybody loves me. The next oh. thing you know, I, I just became a total, like, crazy man. Like, I'm a loser, as you know. I'm a total loser. Oh, get out. But at least, but at least I had fun saying, you know something? I met... Uh, crazy people. I mean, I mean, it was, it was awesome. And I was always part of that twenty percent. I worked with extremely aggressive policemen who worked in extremely aggressive units that wanted to do nothing but take bad people off the street and make the street safe. And when that happens, you got to mix it up sometimes, you know. And whether it's with fists or nightsticks or firearms, you got to do it. And I think that's what eventually happened. And like I say, that there's a lot of other guys out there a hell of a lot tougher than me and a hell of a lot better than I could ever hope to be. I was in a training room back in the late 90s where Letcon, never forget that training company, your company came in and was an advisor to us, and you started giving us the the uh, the gang Bibles and talking about the 21-man yep. commission and, and all of the these Larry Hoovers and Jeff Forts and Willie Lloyds. And a lot of the local folks in Florida were looking at you like, the hell is this guy talking about that's chicago now you're using the yeah. i don't want to date this but we were using the overhead transparencies if you remember <laughs> yes, that. Sir. and the vhs tapes a couple vhs, VHS tapes. tapes overhead transparencies and 35 millimeter carousels and i know you've had your share of and i'm just going to throw it out there i know you've had your share of gunfights uh, yes, i think I you're up, up in the area of 14 gunfights in your career is that correct that's that's the number Oh, yeah. Geez, I'm surprised you said my name. I heard you have a nickname for me. I, I, I do. Um, 
can I'm going to go ahead and reveal it. I think now is the time. Yeah, I got, yeah, no, you. I, I, was there a drum roll? You're going to hold off on, on let, rolling that one out? I already got tipped <laughs> off to that one. So <laughs> you got tipped off. Well, work. I can't. I can't take credit totally for it. But uh, we got Rich Hampton on uh, with me. We're you know he's we brought him on on the other line. So Rich, you there? Hey guy. Hey guy. Hey, hey Paul, how you doing, buddy? Richard? Doing good. Thanks for uh, calling, guys. Yeah, no, we're like, we're really excited about getting in touch with you. I know things have been crazy, crazy, and 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 Doctor Koveka, Koveka, which is you know that's a great name for you. You know, I'm a I'm a vaccine guy, but I'm not overzealous about it. I, I so I don't know if I'm going to be jumping in line and getting it myself. But vaccines are this is a vaccine for this is going to be one of the only ways we really. I'm going to contain this. Yeah, so Colonel, as Tim and I were talking before we got you on, we were, we were saying, you know, we, we know you very well, but there's a lot of people out in our community um, who see this larger-than-life figure. You know, you walk in a room, you fill the damn thing. Um, tell us a little bit about where you came from and how you arrived here in Naples. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the larger in life, it's because I'm, I'm kind of a big boy, so I appreciate you picking on my weight there, Rich. And COVID's been, COVID's been <laughs> I mean, tough on you. I started running two weeks ago. Man, I'm down 13 pounds. You ain't got to knock me like that. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's why we joke about me being a hill, hillbilly. Oh, yeah. I like, I like to call myself a, a refined country boy. Let's let's go with that. I got a question. So you've both been to the FBI NA, right? Yes. Is it true? Yeah. Uh, is there a secret handshake? Uh, we can't well, tell uh, you, Rich. We can't it, tell you. Yeah. You, you you haven't been smart enough yet to get there. We're trying to. Ah, we've been touche, Rich. We're trying to get you beefed up so you can go at some point. Touche. If if we you know if we told you now, it just wouldn't be all that much fun later on. I look at it and I think you know it it could be patience that women have, or it could be this. Um, ability to sniff out a snake whenever we can <laughs> we have, we have the ability to say you know you don't even get three words out and we're already thinking nope not him first off you, you got to tell me like when you actually see a python and especially a, a larger python what does your body feel like what's the adrenaline <laughs> rush That's it's got to be a huge one it's got to be huge huge like you said, the adrenaline starts pumping, and as much as I do it for the environment, honestly, I'm addicted to it now. It's the, I, I used to actually go and race a little hot rod on Friday nights at the local track, <laughs> and oh, now wow. I go python hunting to get that same <laughs> adrenaline rush. It's been Python Week for us here at uh, 239 Uncensored. And we're getting all these people that are catching snakes, and we're, we're having a lot of fun with this. And people love to hear these stories. It's, it's crazy. So I think we need to make this like an annual event. Are you in for that? I'm in. Let's do that, for sure. <laughs> all right. I'll take Python oh, week over Shark Week all day long. But when I'm on wow. 41, and that's where I do most of my hunting, they, they're a lot edgier, I'll say. And they're on point. So you have to be quick because they start to get a little nervous with the traffic, and so as you approach them, they are aware, and they'll start to take off. So, so it can be, you know, a battle sometimes trying to get them. Amy, you said you said it's instinctual. My instinct is to get the heck out of there. What are you thinking? <laughs> I'm right? like, holy I shit. Know. I'm like, holy shit, I got to go. Why am I even here? This is crazy. I mean, I, and it's... <laughs> just laugh at it you say oh it's instinctual yeah it's instinctual to get the hell out he was driving home found a python at collier and 41 in the intersection 
No, like, like. Yeah, at like three o'clock in the morning. I've never <laughs> called for help, have I, Tim? No, no. Tina, <laughs> Tina can handle herself. I, I've known Tina for twenty-five years, and yeah, Tina can take care of herself. She's she's real real good at that. Yeah, she sounds like kind of a badass, definitely. Oh yeah, Tina's <laughs> a badass. Yeah. I've I've hung up my badass shoes now. I'm a grandma with the minivan, so you know. I've got one by the tail, and it's kind of a small one. And the smaller ones, I swear, they're feistier, and they're they just try to bite all the time. And technically, I know if you don't want to get bitten by a python, you hold it by its head. I know this. We were, you know, just doing a thing, so that's why I had it by the tail. And so another python all of a sudden come, like, comes racing across me. So I bend down to pick that python up. Well, that gave the python in my hand the opportunity to go around me and just bite me completely, perfectly Ow. in the middle of my butt. When an attacker has chosen, you know, and that's what happens, they choose who they're going to attack. Um, when, if they have made that decision that you're it, that front door is going to be uh, very difficult for you to get out of because it's the most likely exit for you. If the, if the decision is made that it's time to fight, you have to be the most violent person there. Um, as, as harsh as that sounds, you need to find a weapon, whether it be um, a vase that's part of the, the setup of the house or a, a knife that's in the kitchen or you – Brandish the weapon that you brought, you know, to to, to that uh, to that particular event. Um, but when it's time to fight, there's no questions asked at that point. I always, always get the get the question: Should I carry a gun? Of course. Should I carry right. a gun? It, it comes up every single time. Give me a, a little bit of information on it. That there's actually a weed class. At FGCU, it started in 2018. Do they call it like weed class 101, or what do they call that? So the very first <laughs> class was started by Professor Sam Walsh, and he did call it weed. I believe it's weed, the impact on American culture. Okay. Uh, but it filled up right away, of course. <laughs> yeah. <I> Everybody <laughs> showed up to class. So let me ask you, if you're somebody like in my position who's combated marijuana. Uh, cannabis throughout his career, throughout, um, in every every facet of the way, whether it's, you know, whether we felt that it was a fight that was very difficult for us to win, what what do you tell that person, whether it be a law enforcement officer, a parent, um, somebody who's had maybe a negative experience or kind of looks at cannabis or marijuana or, you know, hemp or any of that stuff in a negative way? What do you tell them? People love the fire department and everyone loves the firefighter. <laughs> but when, you know, when stuff goes down, they wait on the corner until we go in <laughs> and make it safe. Then they come in. But everyone loves the firefighter. I know. I, I, I always laugh. It's funny. Like, uh, I'm sure, Commander, you've been to a lot of calls where there's a fire truck parked down the road with like six guys that are about 240, 260 waiting for you. Yes. To give them permission to come into the scene. And say it's okay. And these guys are like, right. okay, we can come now. It's good. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> We've cleared it because it's hot. They're waiting for us. You know, I know this next thing is, is near and dear to your heart. I know you're a huge New England Patriot fan and a Boston Red Sox fan. 
Oh my God! <laughs> you did not do your research. <laughs> uh, the reason why I'm saying that is every time I put anything Patriots, Bev always chimes in on Facebook <laughs> and nails me. I mean, she hammers me. Oh, she gets me good. So we had a gentleman who was assaulted, and my detectives rolled out to deal with it. And I happened to be in the area, and I go out with them. And they're speaking to the victim, and then he's like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man beat me up. And then we roll up there, and there's, like, four Spider-Mans up there. And then you have, like, Michael Jackson and Batman and Chewbacca as your witnesses to your crime. <laughs> Just do a photo lineup, please. <laughs> right. So... What Spider-Man is, it's, and the victim's adamant. I'm telling you, Spider-Man beat me up. Because we were just at public, and they're out of bread, they're out of water, and uh, they're out of Michelob light and Bud light. And toilet paper? They got toilet paper. That's the key. Toilet paper, they haven't recovered since Corona. <laughs> I don't believe. They have not recovered since Corona. We know the schools are going to open up. Uh, August 31st in in Collier County. Uh, those have been some pretty highly emotional discussions. You know, have you got involved in any of those uh, discussions or any of the planning purposes, or have you talked to any parents and, and yourself? You know, you know, yeah. Being a parent, of course, I'm, I've been sort of been asked a lot of opinions, both as doctor and as a parent. What, what do I do? What do I do? I send the kids. Do I keep them home? And it is very controversial, and I'm I'm afraid to say too much other than I think <laughs> you know we clearly you know, need to give this a try over the past two years we've had many discussions about his illness uh, personal discussions with him and you know I, I really want to know how this Alzheimer's has impacted him personally obviously we know how it impacts us but I really wanted to break it down and I was always interested to know how it feels to have this disease you know, he really can't explain it. He often tells me that it's like a cloud uh, over his head, short term. He, he basically says that his thoughts are cloudy, and it, it really, you know, bothers him. Long term, his memory is sharp as a tack. What's wrong? I go, smell a gas down below. And he goes, I got it. I said, Tim, I've called three mechanics. No one's calling me. He goes, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I like, shit, okay. He goes, lift the hatch. Lift the hatch. And, of course, not only was the the smell but the gas it was like you could see it coming out of the you know the, like tim's eyes started watering up i go oh shit this is crazy and all of a sudden next thing you know tim pulls out a bottle of febreze we febreze it and he sprayed the the engine with febreze you know I'm, I'm listening all the time about you cops always busting off firemen and that was one of the reasons i wanted to come on i had to defend my brothers i mean <laughs> You know, the, the toughest cop of uh, Chicago is busting on firemen. And I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, so. You know, we, we, uh, we, we got to bust on them, you know. You, you, <laughs> have to, you, guys, you guys get all the attention. We're jealous, right? You guys are the only ones that can drive around in these big trucks. You pull into Publix, block all the parking spots, go shopping, and everybody just thinks it's a great thing. And, and you know, you guys are you guys are loved by everybody. And it gets frustrating for us policemen. About the brotherhood ride, we're uh, police officers and firefighters, so we actually get along, and we do a <laughs> bicycle ride. Um, people think this is motorcycle, but it's actually bicycles. We're out there pedaling, and uh, we've had huge support throughout southern uh, Florida, southwest Florida, and uh, we started this back in 08, 
We had lost nine firefighters in Charleston, South Carolina. That was our very first year. We rode a year after the incident to honor the nine firefighters in Charleston, South Carolina. We actually rode our bicycles the very first year from Station 45 on a Mockley Road up to Charleston, South Carolina. As a kid growing up, my mom used to take us all individually and whisper to us, like, you're my favorite. And so we all, like, like... And so we'd all like have our Cheshire cat smile on and think, oh my goodness, I'm mom's favorite today. Big buyer a pony. And I keep saying, absolutely no pony. Well, you cannot get a pony. I mean, honestly, Tim, like that's absurd. Okay, that's absurd because he was raised on a farm. He has 100% knowledge of the workings and the makings of what happens in, you know, a farm life. We have tons of property. And I think there is. No reason why I shouldn't be allowed to ride around our house on a pony. It's all work. <laughs> I want to decide, though. You, you think Jim to... Bloom's going to get on a pony and run around the house on a pony? The <laughs> freaking poor pony would be crushed. I actually enjoy that. I know you, you'd be videotaping it and everything else, but, yeah, that's not happening, Jim. We're going to change happening. the podcast to but Jim's you know? pony show, dog and pony show. <laughs> I'm the only woman in, in Florida who's done the Bo Campers burger in, in I think, record time. I didn't know about like, that one. Yeah, no, like, and, and I used to win, like, uh, pizza and burger challenges, like, in high school and in college, even against my my brother and my, my brother-in-law, and we all used to compete, and I always would annihilate them. And you were yeah. challenged by your soon-to-be husband. Like, exactly. Like, if you're going to be a bloom, you're going to eat that damn ice cream. <laughs> Wow, that was a lot of fun. Thank you for tuning in and listening to 239 Uncensored Top 25 Episodes Highlight Reel. And we are out. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a 239 Studio production. That was fun.